All right, everyone, welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm so happy and excited to have my guest here today. Her name is Angela of Seventh Sense Wellness, and uh, she's here to really chat with us about her work with astrology, but also more specifically with astrocartography, which I find absolutely fascinating. So welcome, Angela. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my pleasure. And uh, so we, I actually uh, found Angela on TikTok, which I have to say, I am, uh, I am of the age where I feel like you know people are like, oh, you're too old for TikTok. But yet, <laughs> I feel like it has been such an amazing resource for me. I have found so many cool um, people, cool information, amazing stuff there. So I'm a big fan. Um, but yeah, I was instantly drawn to what you were talking about. So, um, first of all, tell us where in the world you're calling us from. So I am, I was born and raised in LA. I'm still here, Los Angeles, California. Um, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, studying astrology for a few years now. It's been, I want to say, well, I was always into it ever since I was younger, I remember having like this little, um, I don't know if you remember the Bratz dolls, but yes. <laughs> but I remember having like this little coloring book journal type of thing. Um, and it had the zodiac signs in there. And that was when I like first got into it when I was younger. I was like, oh, I'm a Libra, you know, this is cool. And then um, in the past four, uh, five, six years, I've just been uh, studying it religiously. And I've learned so much like so much more insight than I would have ever known had I not studied it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And is there a particular sort of event in your life that kind of made you kind of turn inward and go towards that study? Or was it just kind of like you felt inspired and you kind of went for it? So initially what had happened was my cousin um, introduced me to birth charts a few years ago. And at first, I was like in denial because I was like, "There's no way I'm more than just a Libra," you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "This this can't be true." But then she started reading into it. She started explaining more of what um, my personality is like based on my signs, and I was like, "You know, this makes a lot a lot more sense, you know, than just my single sun sign." Mm -hmm. um, so she initially introduced me into it, and after that, I kind of dig started digging in myself. And then um, I had a, like a spiritual awakening back in 2017 or 2018. And um, that's when I, you know, with this spiritual awakening, I feel like comes a lot of tools like astrology, uh, numerology, um, uh, digging into your chakras. Like there's a lot that comes into the spiritual awakening besides the shadow work. So I feel like this kind of helped me with my, with my shadow work too, like understanding who I was at the core. Definitely. Oh, I could definitely see that. Mm -hmm. And I have to say like Libras, I'm two, my two best friends are both Libras. I, I love a Libra lady. <laughs> so I feel like, and my, um, I think it's my rising sign is Libra. So I, I definitely like. I yeah, yeah, it is actually. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh, okay, so tell us. I mean, I'm also curious just for myself because I love, <laughs> love to know. Um, and I always find it such a cool thing to look at because for me, my work that I do, so much of it is not really 
tangible. Like there's no chart that I can point to and say, oh, this is why, you know, it's almost like it's, it's all intuitive, which mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. Sometimes the same, well, a lot of the times the same information that say you might look at and then, you know, look at someone's birth chart, it will come through in a reading and it's just like in a different way. So I always find mm-hmm. like the, the, um, the, it's fascinating the different ways that we can access the same the same information. Um, but what would you say? So you're looking at, so Gemini sun, Libra rising, Pisces moon. What do you, what is your sort of interpretation of those, those placements? So I definitely would say you have a very welcoming energy with uh, the air influence, the sun, um, even the moon too. It's a very warm placement. Uh, I feel like you're very open. Um, you're very social, outgoing perhaps, uh, but you do like to have your own time alone as well you know even though you have so much energy to be around other people you also need that time alone to recharge with that Pisces moon Uh, definitely very intuitive and you do excuse me you do intuitive work as well and I could see with your cancer midheaven too that's like it's basically a description of someone who's who could be a spiritual healer Mm, interesting intuitive yeah so um you have a lot of water placements as well as air and you know when you combine both of those it's like you're very intellectual but also you use your intuition to kind of guide you as well um so definitely i would say you you're very social um charismatic uh but you also, even though you like to be around other people, you also like that time to yourself, you know, to recharge, to kind of dig deeper into your soul and make sure that your social battery is ready for, you know, whoever else you're going to be next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. And it's so true because the, um, I always say, cause it, I'm like, I feel like such a true Gemini in so many ways because I, yeah, I thrive on the connection and like really, really like the communication with people. But there's also this part of me that is extremely introverted at the same time. So it's like, yeah. I, it's almost like I can never, I can never decide, you know, it's like depends on the day. Um, but that makes sense to me. And I also wonder too, because of the Libra rising, um, Gemini is always like has a hard time sort of, I think, making up their mind about how they, how they feel. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, see things both ways but also with the the Libra I find it's very similar so I am sort of like always in this kind of duality yeah I I totally agree I mean air signs in general specifically Libra and Gemini they're very indecisive and I can I can attest to that as well you know so to me it's like no like some people I look at some people I'm like wow like they just like I feel like they're so sure of their opinion on things Mm -hmm. and for me uh, sometimes I feel that, but a lot of the time I can, I can literally look at any issue and really see both sides very clearly. Mm-hmm. And it's, even though I might like lean one way, I still can, it's confusing because I can really, really understand both sides. So I think in some ways that's good. It's a great quality, but other ways it's like very exhausting. Yeah, I, I totally feel that because like sometimes you're just like I, I want to see both ways but at the same time you're like it's taking so much of my energy like I don't know which, which way yeah I almost, I almost envy those people are like nope this is the way it is you know like you kind of just have that maybe that's more of like an earth sign thing I don't know yeah it's funny because like with Gemini's too um you know people always say like oh they're so bipolar or like you know they they keep 
they're always on one side or the other. But I think the sign of the Gemini is, like you said, it's all about duality. So it's the yin and the yang. It's the divine feminine and the divine masculine. So it's mm-hmm. really those two um, divine counterparts together. It's mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting, too, to look at, um, like you said, lots of air and lots of water in my chart because I literally feel like I'm so lacking um, – uh, earth, but like any, I don't think there's too much earth in my chart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that sometimes I wonder if that's why, uh, it is more of a priority for me to ground myself in this life. Cause I can easily get really caught up in the more ethereal kind of like yeah. energy world. It's like, Oh, I really sometimes need to come back to earth. Yeah. So you actually have, um, three Virgo placements, but they're not like your, I mean, there's the Mars that's in Virgo that still is very prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is it's in the 12th house, so it's kind of hidden. So, you know, you don't always get that, um, you don't always get that quality of the earth, right? Mm. Your Mars sign, as well as the fact that you have a day chart. So you were born during the day. Mars mm-hmm. is more malefic um, during the day, so it's not as powerful. So maybe that that might be the reason. Oh, that's so interesting. So what does Mars represent? Mars is the planet of uh, energy. Uh, assertion, mm-hmm. sexuality, so anything like uh, that has to do with you being active, courage, uh, courageous, or like just your energy in general. Um, so, like with Mars and Virgo, you might be somewhat, somewhat of a perfectionist. Um, mm-hmm. You also might be someone who's very admirable at the same time because you know how to get your work done. Although you may be like like going back to your water and your area might be someone who kind of works off of how you're feeling in the moment. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, your Mars and Virgo kind of sometimes like centers you and, and uh, puts you in this position where you're like, okay, well now I need to sit down and figure out what I'm going to do. You know, mm-hmm. so you, you could be very ambitious and intelligent and you have strong mental c- uh, capabilities to really get you organized when you need to. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I like that. I, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> what about so okay, so tell us about because this is like literally so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Tell us about astro cartography and actually like what that is because I, I think some listeners may have an idea but lots may be un, unaware of what it is. So astro cartography is honestly it's crazy to me too. Like when I first learned about it, I was like, there's no way like how, how can how can a report tell you where where you can live in this world but when I looked more into it I was like it makes more sense so basically it's it's a chart um of energetic lines all throughout the all throughout earth um that determines where is the best place for you to live based on your birth chart um and this could be like there's specific lines for each planet so let's say if you're looking for love if you want to move somewhere or vacation somewhere where you potentially might find love you'd go for your uh, Venus line um and if you want somewhere with more career opportunities you'd look at your sun line specifically your sun midheaven line um so it really depends on what you're looking for but there's these all these energetic lines based on the planets that goes all throughout the earth and based on the time the day and the location you were born it's already set in stone like where these lines are you know i mean Uh, It's so, it's so fascinating to me because I have felt throughout my whole life, there's just certain places that I feel so drawn to, so connected to. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
even places that, you know, when you visit a place and you just feel like, oh my gosh, like some kind of um, affinity you can kind of feel. And I think part of that has to do with past lives and, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, you know, but um, to think that, oh, there's actually something like about um, like in your, in your actual astrology that kind of lends itself to that is so cool. So I, I was so fascinated to read the report and the the reading that you gave to me Mm -hmm. and I don't have it in front of me, but um, do you have it with you? Yeah, I do. I have it pulled up. Okay. Can you just like talk to us a little bit about some Mm -hmm. of the things that um, come up and some of the things that, yeah, like some of the, the different, the different aspects of it? Yeah, of course. So excuse me I don't know what's going on with my throat (laughs) um so let's just start off I usually like to um look at your birth chart first when I go to um when I go to do the astral cartography because not every line is good for everyone you know Mm -hmm. sometimes like let's say you have a, a detriment planet or if you have um a fall placement like those are necessarily not good to look at so like for example Libra would be in its fall sign when it's in the sun sign. So this would be a line that you would avoid, just for example. Um, So fall and detriment is not that good uh, to look at. And then um, if there's like harsh aspects to the planets, it's also not good to look at. Um, But if if I usually start off with uh, whatever is beneficial Mm -hmm. and in your case, like let's just say I'm looking at the sun right now. That was the first um, that was the first interpretation that I did. So you have your sun ascendant line, which basically this means um, this is a line where you'll go if you want to feel more confident, if uh, you want to feel more emotionally and physically balanced. Um, it's also ideal places to vacation to if you if, you know if you want to go somewhere that's more relaxing or somewhere that puts you at ease. And if you decide to move under these lines, you'll be treated with more authority, respect, and, um, you know, it's easier to climb that social ladder here. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are places someone should consider relocating if they want a bit of soul searching. And if they feel confused in their goals, uh, these areas will generally make them feel more clarity. Um, And you're usually more ambitious and determined in this area. So this is the sun ascendant line, which is also known as the sun AC line. And for example, for you, it went down a few places in China, Taiwan, Taiwan, uh, Philippines, and Queensland, Australia. Yeah, I mean, super cool, because those are not places that I would typically have thought of. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it, I do know, for instance, I've, I've experienced um, past life memories um, in China. And mm-hmm. I visited one time, very, very short period of time when I was a flight attendant. I was there for like 24 hours or something. Mm-hmm. But there seriously was, I mean, not in those particular um, places listed, but um, there was a sense of familiarity. And mm-hmm. there was something about it that was like kind of interesting. Like, a, And I find that I'm intrigued like intrigued with china um taiwan philippines yeah i mean i uh, i haven't really considered australia i it's never been somewhere that i have considered so to me that was cool to think like oh, okay there's something maybe there would be something of a, a bit of an adventure there for me mm-hmm. yeah and that's the cool thing about astro- astral cartography is like usually you would never consider it mm-hmm. um, specifically like any of these placements but you never know you know it kind of like to like get out of your comfort zone a little bit and yeah, travel yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely. And I mean, I'm such a like adventure at heart. Like there's so many places that I still want yeah. to travel, but I mean, there's lots of places I still want to go. So, um, okay. So what about the sun? What is the sun? Uh, I see line. Yeah. So the sun I see is basically, um, so let me just uh, break down the differences yeah. between AC, IC, DC, and MC. Mm-hmm. Um, so the IC is somewhere more internal. Uh, it's not necessarily somewhere you'd go if you want to be in the public eye or if you want to like have like a notable career. So IC is like more like your roots and how you feel on the inside. Um, the AC is like being, the AC is uh, essentially somewhere you would go if you want, like I mentioned, more um, more recognition, more mm-hmm. career opportunities, um, more ambition, somewhere more er- energetic. The DC is all about relationships. So this is somewhere you'd go if you want to connect to others more. Mm-hmm. And then the MC is about career, strictly career and your social status. So oh, okay. with the Sun IC, um, this is places that you can consider for retirement, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere where you might feel more relaxed and content, somewhere that you might want to even travel to again, just to feel more relaxed. Um, These are not places like I mentioned that you want recognition in. This is somewhere where you rather just live to yourself, you know, have a more private life. Um, Meditation and like spiritual practices are very um, notable here because it, it allows you to go deep into your psyche Mm. and these are locations where again you'll feel very mentally and physically healthy and it's also a great place to maybe invest into future property if you wanted to and for you that goes down moscow russia and trabzon turkey Mm. Um, and i know they're very random places but (laughs) they appeal to me both of them uh anytime i've ever done any kind of like history and stuff anytime russia comes up i feel like so intrigued like I don't know any kind of like stuff that came up about which I felt very very um interested in and then Turkey that feels like a very very spiritual place for me like a place where I would love to travel Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I mean it's it's funny I'm glad that you're connecting to it because you know sometimes people are just like well I would never visit there it's just like you got to keep an open mind when you when you're Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. cartography And then I loved what came up here for the Sun DC line, um, Scotland and Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, Chile, I, I don't, I, that would be something interesting to explore. But Scotland, I do feel super connected to. So I was happy to see that come up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I Sun DC, like it's definitely somewhere you should consider, especially Scotland if you're interested in it, if you want to connect more with others because, you know, the the DC is all about relationships and it could be platonic relationships. It could be work relationships, um, romantic relationships. So you'll meet a lot of people here who mirror you in a sense. Um, Mm -hmm. So they have a lot of lessons to maybe teach you about life. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, That really spoke to me. Um, I'm just looking through here because I got it pulled up now. Um, What about, oh, what about the Mercury MC line? What is that about? So the Mercury, um, so Mercury is the planet all about communication, the way you think, intellect. So this would be um, somewhere where you want to go if you want better communication with others, if you want to maybe uh, study abroad, or you may even find work here, if that's something that you're interested in. 
Um, so this is definitely um, a place to go if if you want to expand on a hobby as well. Mm. Well, it's interesting. That list was very cool because Baja California Sur, that's definitely, I, my heart just feels like been to California many times, but like definitely like that area feels like that's calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix, Arizona is a place my partner and I both really want to travel together. Mm-hmm. Um, Calgary, I actually lived there for a year um, for work. It was work that brought me there. So I thought that was totally interesting. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's honestly crazy because how it aligns so yeah. well. And it was, you know, it was a very big, it was a big deal because I was quite young. I was only like, I think I was 19 when I got that job, mm-hmm. um, hired for, uh, Air Canada and I was a flight attendant and that was the place that I was based, but it was like leaving everything, like leaving, like hadn't lived on my, lived on my own before mm-hmm. and, um, moved there while well, I lived with my, um, partner at the time. But, um, yeah, it was a big deal. Like it was a big, it was a big thing. So that's, it was interesting that that came up. Edmonton came up and I'm like, mm, no, I, that was definitely on that list. That was a place that I, w- I wouldn't go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> happen, but no offense to anyone that lives in that place. It's not my place. Um, but that, that, yeah, I thought that was really neat. Um, and then what else? There was another one that was super interesting. Lots of, you know, what's interesting to me is lots of New Zealand and Australia seem to come up. And lots of, lots of China. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely one of your more prominent areas. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And then the Venus MC line, um, Vancouver comes up, and that's where I live. So I thought that was really neat. No way. Yeah. So what's the Venus? What's that one about? So the Venus MC is um, again about career. Whenever it says MC, it's, it has to do a lot with career. Uh, but okay. this could be like creative careers or uh, careers where you might be inspired to be more creative or artistic. So, I mean, I'm sure with what you do, there's a lot of creativity that comes into it because you have to use your intuition a lot and you have to connect, you know, your mind and your your body. Um, so this is somewhere like again, that you could advance with your career. It's somewhere to consider if you're looking for some type of recognition, once again, like social recognition or work recognition. Um, And your your talents seem to thrive here, specifically like anything you decide to do, it just, it kind of just oozes out of you. It's not even like you're forcing it, you know, it just, the energy pulls it out of you. Um, That's so interesting. Do you Mm -hmm. find that that's, common that people will actually live in one of the places that it appears on their chart um i i've heard a lot of stories that that um they have you know so a lot of the mc or ac points a lot of people have moved there and they've been super happy um it honestly depends on again what you're looking for so like for me for example um it's funny because my my moon one of my moon lines goes down Los Angeles and like moon is like, you know, the home, the roots. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I mean, I've been here all my life. I'm comfortable here, you know, but I do want to change. And when I went to Chicago, um, one of my lines went down Chicago and I was like, wow, I feel so good here. Like I wouldn't mind moving here, you know? Wow. So even, even in Paris too, I think I had my, one of my Venus lines go down Paris. And, and when I visited Paris a while ago, I was like, I wouldn't mind moving here at all, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of I'm just looking at my moons, and a lot of it is Australia, Japan, mm-hmm. Australia, uh, Dubai, Brazil. The moon I see line is all Brazil. That's so 
interesting. Yeah. Have you ever been to Brazil? Or you? No, but I would love to. I mean, there's something very spiritual about Brazil, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably why that would be sort of like an amazing, seems like that would be an amazing place for me. Yeah, it even says in your um, write-up, the spiritual side might also come into play. Mm-hmm. Easy to connect with the people and your environment and these locations meditation yeah all that sounds yeah that sounds good um the other one that i love to see was the hawaiian islands the jupiter yeah. Sea line i was like woohoo because i'm so i'm so connected to hawaii i just i want to i need to go back um i honestly love when jupiter ac line goes down anywhere that's like island remote especially mm-hmm. hawaii because hawaii is such a like spiritual portal i feel like anyone who goes there is like bound to get more spiritual Mm -hmm. uh, or connect with it like even like you won't even realize you're connecting with your spiritual side when you're there you know because it's that powerful um so it definitely is in and your jupiter ac line is all about you know feeling happy and feeling confident where you're at um feeling a sense of optimism this is like a really good line if you just want like overall happiness and contentness with yourself mm. and this is also a place where like you would go if you want to uh you want to feel more free or limitless you know um there's no boundaries here as to how much you can achieve and it's a you know it's a great place for spirituality as well that's so cool we're just at this point like Obviously, we don't know when we're going to be able to travel again, but um, we're we're planning a honeymoon, like getting married and having a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And so Hawaii is one of those places on our list. So oh, awesome. yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely, that's cool. I was so happy to see that. Um, what else? There was another place. Oh, it was interesting that Boston came up under the North Node. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have this weird affinity. Like I love Boston. I've only been there once and it was for like a very short layover. Mm-hmm. But I've got one of one of my really dear best friends who lives there. And so um the idea is like when whenever possible that I need to get there to visit. Um and also Dominican Dominican Republic came up on that line too and I've been there and actually really fell in love with it too. Mm-hmm. Um so that was neat. That one the north node Oh, about destiny. So tell me about the North Node placement. So the North Node has to actually do with uh, any past life connection as well. Because, you know, you have the North Node and the South Node. The yep. North Node is your destiny in this lifetime. The South Node is connected to your past life. Um, but, you know, there's still influences of how you can incorporate your past life qualities into this uh, current realm that we're in with the North Node. Um, so it's all about destiny and fate and it's where we're headed in life and what our destiny calls for in general. So, um, that's the North Node placement. And when you move or travel to your North Node MC line, um, you might feel the sense of like karma, um, Mm. not in a bad way, just, Mm -hmm. you know, your past life karma might, the feeling might be familiar to you, you know? Yeah. So um, it's somewhere where you're you're also going to experience a lot of ambition because because it is an MC line. Um, you'll you'll probably want to start a new project or projects or you'll have the support to do so as well. Um, so traveling to this location might make you feel like you're like one step closer to your destiny. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to move here. It's mm-hmm. actually recommended not to move here mm-hmm. uh, because it's such a like karmic portal. Mm-hmm. Um, However, it it is like somewhere you should definitely visit once in your life to, you know, take that closer, that, mm. that next step to 
your destiny in a sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense because especially the um, Augusta, Maine and Boston, Massachusetts, the East Coast, New, uh, New Brunswick and Canada, East Coast, I I know that I've had previous lifetimes there, um, especially to do with mediumship, like having been, I know that there's, um, I was actually able even to look her up, like I was given the name of this woman and I had been this, you know, medium in the United mm-hmm. States on the East Coast and I actually was able to look her up and find her and I was like, what? Like it was just so crazy, but her, the, the, what I was told about that was that, and it totally resonated was that she was, um, like mediumship was her, her, you know, big mission in that life. And that the reason why I, in this lifetime work the way that I do and that I don't stop. And I'm just like, no matter what, it's like, it's, I'm always pressing forward is because I'm literally kind of continuing that mission that from that lifetime into this one. And so the North node and that having to do with destiny and having to do with that really, really makes sense. Wow. That's crazy how there's such a like connection. Mm -hmm. And also with Boston being so close to like Salem and all that, I know, you know, so many of us that are, that are, um, sensitive, intuitive working in this, we've all had like, uh, most of us have had previous lifetimes as like, you know, witches and things. And so I kind of connect to also that sort of like, okay, there would be that kind of energy there too, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so places that I'd love to, yeah, love to, to spend more time. Um, is there any line that does sort of show you about your like past life places that you would like connect to? Um, I would say any North Node line, especially, um, let's see, not the DC, maybe a North Node IC line. Um, and it's funny because I'm looking at yours now. I usually I don't include this in the report unless it's requested, of course. But um, I'm looking at yours right now, and it does run down like the uh, eastern side of China again. So there's oh. a lot of China influence here. So it's like Wuhan, um, it's Honod. I'm like butchering the names. I'm so sorry. Um, But it's mainly the east side of of China. And also some part of Indonesia, Semarang, Indonesia. That's so Mm -hmm. cool. Even like um, like, uh, years ago, we had um, students that uh, were like international students that came to stay with us for like a year at a time. And we had these, our first ones were two boys from China. They were so young. They were like 10 and 12. Mm-hmm. And they came and I I was so connected to these kids. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, like this, there's such a, I don't know, there's such a, there's such a cool energy that I feel about just like, um, like, like, China in particular, like it's so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so that makes sense. So, and it's like, yeah, there's been times in my life where I feel like such a, yeah, such a strong um, knowing or kind of like understanding of, um, of, dif- of that sort of even like Chinese culture and things, which I don't, I don't know a lot about like for any other, any reason. It's just like more of like an intuitive knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that's very interesting that it's reflected in the chart. Yeah, that's super interesting. It's everything is seriously connected, and I love that you're like reassuring me right now because it just like it confirms that you know it it definitely has a meaning. Yeah, and I think you know it to me. When I looked at it, I was like, okay, 
I can understand because I have an intuitive understanding and like all this stuff. But like your average Joe, I can imagine there's some people that are just like look at it and think like, okay, whatever. Like I feel like do you have come across people that really don't get it? Um, I've come across people who have never responded to my readings. <laughs> We're like, so, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I always include in the email, like, let me know what you think. I would love some feedback um, to yeah. like, hear about your experience. So, like, people, I mean, sometimes, of course, like, everyone's so busy that you might, yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But I've never had anyone, like, really give me some negative feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people ask me questions afterwards to clarify, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense. And that's good, you know, because I just think it's one of those things that I think would be. Uh, just for the the average Joe who doesn't really, you know, isn't really um, necessarily like into astrology mm-hmm. or like spiritual stuff, they might kind of go like, oh, well, I don't get it. You know, like it just seems like a, it almost they could look at it and be like, that's random. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think the more that you sit with it and kind of really like look at it, it, it does make perfect sense. And it's extremely interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the hardest part of um, working with astrology? Um, I want to say probably, I think it, the hardest part for me would probably be like an internal um, battle with myself of like, okay, is this a good enough report? You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't think it's necessarily anything that has to do with astrology. Yeah. Maybe it's just like me. Like I want to make it the best of the best. So everyone has like a good experience. Of course. So, of course, like I overthink it all to make sure like I, I double check everything to make sure I got like everything in there so I can make it as self-explanatory as possible. Um, because sometimes like people, like you said, the average row wouldn't know all all this like um, fine detail about astrology. So you have to make it as um, understandable as possible, you know, because yeah, you never like, know what experience they're at with their astrology journey. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, user friendly kind of, but I found it to be, yeah, that was all super well explained. So that's awesome. Um, what about, like, I know to me, I like, I, I know a little bit about astrology, but certainly not something that I've studied. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you give advice for people who are super intrigued and want to start learning? Because to me, it does feel very overwhelming. It seems like there is a lot to know. Mm-hmm. And when you start talking about like um, different angles and oh, degrees and all this stuff, I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it just feels like I don't know. So what, would you, what would you say? Yeah, so it's it's definitely a lot of information to unpack. I would definitely say if anyone's like just starting out, they should invest into some books. Um, you know, YouTube is also a great resource for like the basics if you want to know about your planets, the signs. Um, definitely, I, I read a lot of books prior. I, I watched a lot of videos. I attended a few workshops too. So like I've done a few courses and workshops. Um, initially, I started with another astrologer as well um she started holding like workshops for trying to dig deeper into your chart as well as like the new moons and the full moon so i i owe a lot lot of my knowledge to her as well her name is eliza kelly by the way if Mm -hmm. anyone's interested um so she she taught me a lot but definitely like just to start off 
you know, the internet is a great resource. Just make sure the site is credible. Of course, you can't trust a website that looks like they just typed up whatever, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that is important. Yeah, my favorite website to use actually is called astro-seek.com. So that, okay. that one's a really good website. Cool. Awesome. Um, I'm just uh, feeling like intuitively for you that you will end up really sharing um, what you know. I I really see that um, workshops and things for you, putting those together. I don't know if you've already got that going, but I do see that for you. And I think also putting like um, some kind of group together that's like a community. Um, so almost like a group uh, membership or something like that, like a program mm-hmm. um, would be super, super beneficial for you too. It's funny you say that because I was recently like thinking about it too. I was like, you know, maybe I should do like workshops where people, you know, can pay, pay yeah. a flat fee and they can yeah. just learn. And that's, that just gave me chills. I'm like, damn, are you right here? I usually don't, you know, like I have permission, but I'm just like, mm, she's open to it. Yeah. Um, so I felt like that would be cool. And, you know, it's, it's also something that we, I mean, we can chat um, uh, other, like outside of the podcast, but uh, there's also some ideas that I have that we might be able to collaborate too. That would be so cool. So yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to share what you do with my students, because I think that, any tool that we can use to know and understand ourselves better is going to be so helpful. And especially a lot of my students are mediumship. Like some of them are in it and it's more so for just like everything intuitive, but there's a group that specifically or two groups that are specifically for mediumship. And I find that mediumship, you have to know yourself very well. You Mm -hmm. have to work on yourself. I mean, that's, that's part of all of the, all of the classes that I offer, but um, especially with mediumship, it requires you to really dig deep. And Mm -hmm. so any kind of tool that can help with that understanding, I think is really beneficial. So I'd love to chat with you further about that. Yeah, I'm I'm very open to it. I would love to discuss. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Well, where can people find you? Um, So my personal TikTok, I have my brand's uh, TikTok and my personal one, but my personal one is the one where I talk about astrology more. Mm-hmm. It's, um, my TikTok is 222Ange, A-N-G. Mm-hmm. And then my Instagram, I don't post as often, but <clears throat> but if they wanted to follow me, um, my username is A-N-N-G-222. So Ange222 with a bunch of N's. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, that's fantastic. I thank you so much for coming and for sharing all that information. And I'm super grateful for the uh, for the report. I feel like that was so cool. And I'm definitely gonna uh, look at it. Any just the one last thing popped into my head. Um, any advice for say there's somebody who, like, they get this information, and they don't feel like they can move, like, say they're living in a place where it's like, literally not really great on their as far as their chart goes like what can they actually do is there anything that they could do about that so generally what I would like to recommend is looking at as well as looking at the locations you also look at the sign it's under of course the planet mm-hmm. so like, let's just take your Jupiter for example uh, I hope you don't mind I'm gonna yep. use Jupiter yep. as an example um, so your Jupiter AC, let's say you just want to feel overall happiness and, and contentment. The location is under Hawaii, but if you weren't able to move to Hawaii or if you weren't able to visit Hawaii, you would want to surround yourself somewhere that's very Virgo-like because your Jupiter is in Virgo. Oh, so okay. 
you might surround yourself somewhere with gardens, somewhere not too polluted to be more conscious of your health, somewhere with cleaner cities or somewhere that has like accessibility to walk or bike wherever you want to go. So you also can look at that as well. Mm, Okay. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. awesome well thank you very much take good care and um as always thank you guys for listening um you can always search up uh the spirit room podcast on facebook there's a group uh that's available to listeners of the podcast so if you're interested in joining just send um send a request and I'll let you in. And um, for anybody that's interested in the uh, courses that I've got going on and, and those kinds of things, um, definitely reach out. Uh, my, You all know how to find me on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White, um, or you can also email me as well. And I'll put that in the uh, show notes. But um, take good care, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are. And we'll talk to you soon.